Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into Yvonne Latrell's podcast. I am the host, Yvonne Latrell. Here with me, as always, is my awesome, fabulous co-host, SC, for our Thoughtful Tuesday show. Hi, SC. What's good, Yvonne? How are you? I'm great. How are you? Thank you for asking. <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm better than uh, most, you know. Can't complain. Yes. yes. Okay, I know that's you know. right. Um, um, I just want to say before we start, um, uh, like I was saying, this is our Thoughtful Tuesday show. We do have a guest coming on later. His name is Killa K, and he is a hip-hop artist, and we will learn and speak um, speak with him a little later on in the show. But in the meantime, between time and C, you can take it over from here. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, um, much oh, my so gosh. Much. So much. <laughs> you know, I just, um, you know me, I just be sitting here scrolling through the news, seeing what's new and what's going on. Crazy, you know. Um, did you see that uh that uh that um what was it, Houston, Texas? Where these guys knocked on uh an apartment and they Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I did see it. I sent it to my brother, I showed my mom and I spoke with my brother today and I forgot to ask him, did he uh uh click on Click on a video that I sent to him and one of my nieces. I should have put it in, yeah. in the family group chat. I really should have did that because, yeah, that's crazy. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, well, I'm going to tell you, people are going to defend themselves how they're going to defend themselves. I, um, I don't disagree on the amount of of um, force that they use to keep the people out their house, but mm-hmm. what I don't agree with is the fact that they were shooting through the door. Because the first thing you taught when you shoot is to look at your target and look beyond your target. And when right. you shoot through the door, you don't know. You know, even though that you could be yeah, scared, the person is shooting. It. Yeah. yeah, you know. And and that was my whole thing, you know. I'm not gonna judge nobody because of how they felt, you know. The, they the people knocked on the door said they was coming there to clean the air filters, and the guy was like, "Oh, we're not home right now. Come back later." And then um, they went and knocked on the next door, and the next thing you know, they kicking and stomping in his door because they didn't think he was home, you know. And then after a couple of attempts, you know, they started shooting through the door. And apparently the cops said when they got there that they seen rounds on the floor outside, so that meant that the guys were shooting back. But I don't right. remember seeing them even turning around to shoot back, you know? Um, yeah, so because they wasn't expecting that? that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They wasn't, they were damn sure not expecting that. You know, most people that commit violent crimes like that are not expecting to have the tables turned. Because sometimes them tables will turn quick. Yes. You know, because yes. that's why they do it. There needs to be a lesson. Yeah. You know, like a One person thing about those tables, they will turn. Yeah. You know, like a person that pulls out a knife, you know, mm-hmm. they'll approach you. But as soon as mm-hmm. you pull out a knife with them, they keep a little distance because now you're going to even up the, 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 the odds. You know, either I get stabbed or they'll get stabbed, you know. And, you know, this is um, very important that people really just be prepared at all times. If anyone comes to your house, and I don't care if they're dressed in uniform, and I say this all the time, it could be AT&T, Bell South, uh, Comcast, whoever, if you come to my house and you are in uniform and I'm not expecting you, I'm not opening the fucking door. 
<laughs> so one thing about me, I'm really not a, a a friendly person when it comes to strangers and, you know, people yeah. that I don't know, like, what are you doing here? If, you know, I'm not expecting you, I'm definitely not a friendly person. Now, I mean, if I know you, yeah, I'm friendly, but in a situation like that, no way, no. And then um, my sister, I don't know if I had told you this, um, my sister was saying that she was at the gas station, her and my mom, and she said this guy was looking at her, and then he, um, when he, he had came and approached her, and she was looking like, okay, um, uh, how may I help you? And, and he was like, oh, no, no disrespect. I just wanted you to know that uh, you look good, you sexy, and this and that or whatever. But um, I don't know if he noticed someone in her truck. And it, it was my mom, but she had uh, the doors locked. But I told my sister, I said, no. I said, when somebody approach you, you don't uh, just be like, yeah, hey, how may I help you? Even if you do have a, a um, unit on your face, no. Get in the car, put the gas back, and 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 get in the car because what if he would have pulled out a gun? Too many people are, are pulling out uh, pulling out guns now. If you come and approach yeah. me, uh uh-uh. uh, I'm not about to say, hey, yeah, hey, what's going on? How may I help you? Uh uh-uh. uh. And if you come in front of uh, my truck, you getting ran over. So <laughs> I'm so serious. No, so I am so serious. <laughs> Be- because um, I mean, like the the crime rate is crazy. I think it was last week. It was a seventy five year old old woman. She went to the ATM. She got some money out, and when she walked away, it was a guy who approached her, and he um, tried to grab her bag. And so she was holding onto the bag. She fell to the ground, and she was holding. And then he eventually got the bag and ran off. Two people chased him, but. They didn't catch up with him. So um, even that, like, I feel like people need to realize if you need money, if it's not that much money that you need, go to Publix. Go inside, um, you know, go to Publix, go to Winn-Dixie, get cash back. And then if you have to go, if that's not enough, go back through the line again and get some more money and get some more money or whatever. I mean, it may be aggravating. Don't be going to the bank like that. And if you go to the bank, go through the drive through where you can um, have your um but ready to be on the gas because you, you come up in front of me. I'm either running you over or I'm back and back and I'm hitting you. Either way, you're getting hit if you come near me. Yeah. So, well, uh-uh. I, I always, you know, whenever I go to an ATM, I try to um, go through the drive-thru. I try to avoid yeah. having to stand outside the wait to use the outside one because you never know who's sitting in the car watching you. Exactly. You know, and there was a lady a couple of months back because um, I, I bank with Navy Federal. Well, that's one of the banks I bank with. And you can get up to $1,000 out of those ATM machines, and a lot of people know that. And I've been mm-hmm. noticing that a lot of women have been going there and getting robbed because I guess the likelihood of a woman fighting back or not, you know, the, the, the chances of a woman giving up her, her money is much higher than a man. You know, and right. it's not being sexy, it's not being anything, you know, it's being realistic because y'all feel like, yo, here, you can have it. I, you know, I can live <laughs> another day or whatever, whatever, where a man's ego right. would get in the way, you know. And he'd be like, man, you have to kill me over this, and then now you're dead, you know. And then, like, yeah, you but it's not worth it. It's definitely not worth it. Give it up, you know. If you're in a situation you know, like that, you know. give it up and, you know, try to, you know. Get out of there. Just your life is definitely more important. Yeah, you just um, you just realize how um, people function and operate without being um aware of their surroundings. Yeah. Sometimes I stand and I watch, and I just watch how people allow other people to get up on them and. You know, nobody's paying attention, and, you know, and I always talk about situational awareness. You always got to be aware of who's around you, when they're around you, how you can get Why out of somewhere. Why you're surrounded, definitely. Yeah. 
I pay attention to it. Now, one thing about me, I pay attention to every detail. I'm so um, detail-oriented. Like, I really pay attention to everything. So anybody can think that they're doing this or doing that. You're not going to follow me. You can't. It's, it's really hard for you to, you know, like, play any games, any tricks. You come in my, you know, I'm, I'm talking about even, like, coming into my DM, anything, like, I pay attention to everything. I'm not uh-uh, no. Uh-uh. I'm 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 not slack. I'm 10 I'm 10, 10 steps ahead. And I'm very aware of everything. So like even what my sister like when me and her was having that conversation how we had it was because I was talking about I was at the Chevron gas station and it was a a car when I pulled up. It was like a charger, and I was getting out. He was on the other side of the pump, and then I noticed that his door was cracked, and I noticed that he had been sitting there because I was um, sitting in my truck doing something. So when I finally got out, I'm like, okay, wait, this this, this um car was here when I had got out. And then I was like, let me get back to my truck. And so I got in, and then I noticed that it was somebody in there. So I went to another pump, and then he did get out. The guy, he did get out. But my thing is, like, I'm paying attention. Like, you know, if I go somewhere, like a gas station, I want to, you know, like, I don't want to go somewhere if there's too many cars. I want to, you know, where there's a few cars where I can, like, pay attention to this person, that person. Is it somebody sitting um, like not too far. Is it some guy sitting? I'm paying attention. Like now, I'm very, very aware. I'm like more aware of my surroundings. And anybody can follow me if they want to. But you're gonna follow me right into um, a police station, and I'm gonna be calling um, 911 <laughs> on one of my phones, and 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 I'm gonna be driving to the police parking lot. So you can follow me all you want to. But baby, trust me. Trust me. Uh, it, it's not going to be easy as you think. It's not going to be easy. I am not playing because it's just too too many crazy things. Like um, when I watch the news, like lately, it's so many crimes where uh, the person got away and this person got away and this person he um, wasn't captured. Like what the fuck y'all doing? Y'all around here messing with uh, 12-year-old little boys taking out the garbage can because he fits a fake description when there are actually people on the streets killing people. What the fuck? So I got to make a video vlog for that. I think I told you about that. I'm going to send it to every police yeah. station um, out because I don't mind helping the police, you know, like, you know, getting down with client stoppers. Because if I think I see somebody, like, when they say, and if you know this person, call, um, you know, uh, 493 tips or whatever the number is. If I think I know the person, I'm calling. Fuck that. And and I could get a, um, a reward. Bitch, you going to jail. <laughs> Don't kill somebody and I know you. Because I'm dropping she that quarter. Hear me, hear me clearly. I'm dropping the quarter. Uh-uh. I'm dropping yeah. the quarter and I'm letting you know. I'm letting you know in advance. I will be telling. That, that's right. You're evil, so it's not being a snitch. Uh, yeah, she snitched. No, you're fucking evil. Your fucking ass need to be in prison for the rest of your fucking life. Uh, uh-uh. you you're not solid when you're standing up for a killer. Fuck that shit. And you're not a thug because you're around here killing people. You are an idiot. You're ignorant. You are a a embarrassment to your parents and to um, just yourself. So no, uh, uh-uh. uh. If I see something, yeah. I am going to say something. Yeah. Well, you know, um, going back to the the snitching thing and everything. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, that's you being a snitch, you being this, you being that. There was a video. Um, the person that did the video video name was Delson Holloway, and he was mm-hmm. talking about snitching and what's the difference between a civilian and a person that's involved in criminal activity. A civilian can't be a snitch because a civilian is exactly that, you know, just because, you know, a, a criminal is just that. When you're a criminal and you know that you're going to commit a crime, you know you can get locked up for it or whatever, you know, um, he explained, like, you know, that's basically snitching, you know, but everything mm-hmm. else, you can't consider a snitching because they didn't, they didn't sign up for that. 
They didn't sign up for watching you kill somebody or knowing that you killed somebody or whatever. You know, right. So, you know, everybody has their own views on certain things. You know, the streets have a code until it affects somebody that that person knows. And then all of a sudden, yeah. the street code changes. You know, so yeah. it's with people, you know, it's, it's whatever fits their narrative. Whatever fits them perfectly is how they'll handle the situation now. I, my, my thing is I, I really don't care what anybody do, um, but when it comes to taking somebody's life or um, robbing somebody, um, robbery, then I have a problem with it. Go get a fucking job. Uh-uh, no. People out here working. That's not a job, uh, robbing people that um, work hard for their money every day. Try it, and then you wouldn't be out there doing um, this damn foolishness. So I do have a problem with um, killers, number one, and arm robbery. Anything else, I really don't give a fuck. If you want to shoot your uh, shoot up in your arm all day, that's your damn business. I don't give a damn. Um, you know, I don't have nothing to do with that, but... Once it's involving taking lives, I have a problem with that. Yeah. I don't care who it is. It could be a motherfucking family member because if I have a family member that's going around killing, shit, I'm dropping the court on their ass. Bitch, you ain't about to get mad and not kill me. Bitch, you want to jail. Fuck <laughs> like that damn shit. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. It's just, this world has become so crazy and warped that, you know, you don't trust anything no more. <laughs> Even genuineness, a person could be really genuine in how they treat you, their behavior, everything, but you just don't trust it because everybody, so many people are becoming shady, you know, and you'd be like, that's like the way of the world now. Everybody has an agenda. You yeah. Know, you, you, can't, you can't find genuineness anywhere anymore, and if you do, you're, you're weary about it. Right, right. It's just crazy, you know. And I'm going to give you, you know, I'm going to tell you something else. And I've I've said this to many women. If you're ever in a gas station and you're pumping gas and a man approaches you, right, Mm -hmm. and he seems a little shady or whatever, you know, I'm not just saying just do this to anybody because it could be genuinely just trying to get your phone number, you know. But you, you you can easily tell when a man, you know, has intense of being a certain way or whatever, and if it's always a gut. It's always a gut feeling. You know, you'd be like, ah, certainly this thing right about this whole situation or whatever. If he approaches you, you tell him, hey, listen, do me a favor. Keep a little distance in between us because I don't know you like that. We can talk <laughs> and we can hear each other from here, you know? Mm-hmm. And if he mm-hmm. proceeds to come, like, close or whatever, take that damn hose out. And pointed at him and said, yo, you approach me anymore, and I'm going to douse your ass with this, you know. And you, <laughs> you know, you got a weapon. That's a fucking weapon. Right. You know, you can articulate, if, say if he wasn't up to that, and he calls the fucking cops for you, you can articulate and say, yo, listen, I told him to keep his distance. He wouldn't listen to me. He kept approaching me. I felt unsafe. So I've defended myself. I have the right to defend myself. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if that's a charge or not. <laughs> so you listen to the Yvonne Latrell show. Just doubt people. Yvonne Latrell and SC, baby, baby. Baby. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm I believe in defending yourself. I don't care how you go about doing it. If you feel whatever needs you feel to defend mm-hmm. yourself because mm-hmm. I can't Sunday morning quarterback your actions because I don't know how you felt. You know, that's like, we're, we're, okay, let's use murder, for example, right? Mm-hmm. When somebody kills somebody, you have to, for it to be murder, it has to be an intent. You know, you got to prove intention. You got to prove intention. I can't prove that your intentions at that moment. You know, I can't I can't feel how you felt because what might not scare me might scare the hell out of somebody else. You know, right. somebody approaching you. You know, so it's hard. You know, you you you, you want to be fair, but at the end of the day, you gotta be like, damn. You know, I wonder how they really felt. You know, like how scared did they really feel? You know, so yeah, 
it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. This world has become a crazy, crazy place to live in, you know. And you can think about, you know, your kids, you know, you're getting older, you know, your kids are getting older, and one day you're going to leave this earth and you're going to leave them here, and it's like, what the hell is going to happen to my kids then? You know, because it seems like it's only going to get worse as time goes on. It is. Because, you oh, know, my gosh. A lot of things have changed from when we were kids. You know, you could yeah. go outside and then go get lost in the woods and be all right. Now, you had your uh, your perv every once in a while. You know, it wasn't like, you know, you had your deal mm-hmm. with Jeffrey Dahmer and John Wayne Gacy's and a whole bunch of other stuff. But there was uh-huh. you know. Yeah. But now it's like, damn, near every corner you turn, somebody sex trafficking somebody, somebody raping somebody, somebody scamming somebody else, somebody stealing something from somebody. You know, we just living in a time where people are living on survival mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, survival mode. Like, there's no other gear. You know, everybody's life is just set at survive. You know, however way you can survive, just survive, you know. And it's, and it's, just, it's becoming crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. Watch your surroundings. And, 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 Please watch your surroundings. You don't, you don't feel safe about something, go with your gut. Your gut usually tells you something for a reason, you know. People, you know, be like, ah, second-guessed it. I shouldn't have second-guessed it. Sometimes you shouldn't have second-guessed it. You should go with what your feelings told you to go with, you know. You'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. But in other news. <laughs> in other news, um, for everyone that is um, – Wondering what's going on with uh, the website, um, just stay tuned. Um, website under construction, coming soon, coming soon, coming soon. So many great things are in the making with SCNI and also um, as far as advertisements, I'll get to that in a minute. If you guys want to advertise or be a guest on the show or if you need to reach out to me at SC, um, you guys can. Uh, we do have um, a number uh, that you guys can text. Um, uh, it will get to uh, SE and I, um, even if um, at, um, it don't get to us first, we will get the message. You guys can hit us up 305-204-3371. That's the podcast uh, number. Uh, just text it. Uh, we keep it on text mode. Um, again, that number is 305-204-3371. And um, what else I was going to say, um, we have two uh, email addresses for the podcast. Um, let me see. Hold on. And I was going to do the advertisement. Oh, my gosh. I got the wrong paper. Um, <laughs> Get it together over there, Yvonne. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, I'll get that off in, in a second. Um, I'm looking for it. <laughs> you know, we're just uh, so unorganized. Um, but in other news, um, anything else uh, that you have to say while I'm trying to get that together before our guest comes? Well, you know, um, so, you know, I'm not a big sports fan. You know, I, I if it ain't boxing or MMA, you know, I ain't into the team sports and all that other stuff, you know. But, you know, I got to start, it seems, apparently, you know, I, um, so my nephew was on the um, Cleveland Browns, and uh, he he went over to the Seattle Seahawks. And um, I said, you know what, he, he hit me up. Well, his father hit me up. He was like, yo, you know, Lou Rod, I want you to come to the game at the Mercedes um, Stadium at ATL. So I'm like, Mercedes Stadium. I say, ain't that? I says, I says, he playing pro ball? He was like, yeah, he wanted to surprise you. He didn't, you didn't know, you know, because you don't be watching sports or whatever. So um, they just had a game the other day, and they won against um, Dallas Cowboys. So when he comes on this end, I told his dad I was going to surprise him and show up to the game. You know, um, I don't know nothing about football. I just, I don't know nothing about basketball. He did not just say that, Yeah. (laughs) If football season is getting ready to come up, I'm super excited for football season. I just like football season. 
Yeah, I can't. I can't. I I just can't get into the team sport thing. I I oh like my. a sport okay. where it's just you and somebody else, and one of y'all got to be smarter than the other one to win. You know, you got to outthink the other person. And I've always been like that. You know, I've always you know, and I think that's why I like fighting so much because it was I got a thrill out of that. You know, to right. outthink the person. You know, to to be a step ahead of them or to know, okay, if I do this to them, you know, and it, you know, and then I had some guys that, you know, that made me think, that had to make me adjust and, and, and reset. And, you know, I, um, I had a fight with this kid and, um, I was about 18 years old and, uh, mm-hmm. I remember it like it was yesterday. His name was Shamik Martin. You know, he passed away a couple of years ago. You know, um, me and got to this fight. I forgot what it was over, and I was I was new to like boxing and everything. You know, so I'm orthodox, and I was so new to boxing that I didn't realize that he boxed too, but he was southpaw. So me and him was fighting, and I got him to the ground, and I grabbed his shoulders. Well, he was he was like in a turtle position. I grabbed his shoulders and put my hand on his lower back, and I was getting rid of knee the hell out of him. And he said, yo, why are we going to wrestle? Why are we going to wrestle? Get up. Let's stand up. And, of course, my pride kicked in. We stood up, and this motherfucker turned into Floyd Mayweather. This motherfucker wow. was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was swinging. Like, you know, like right. a girl, you're not even windmilling. That's how I felt. <laughs> Right, right, and right. And I had dislocated my shoulder, and my brother stopped the fight and everything. And everybody's like, why the fuck did you just finish the war? And I'm saying to myself, God damn it. You know, it was it was pride, you know. It was pride. And then um, yeah. Yeah, I learned a very valuable lesson that day. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Me and you fighting, and there's no rules I'm going to do everything under the sun to your ass. You and yeah. I will I never let nobody else talk me out of my game again. So if I'm going to headbutt you, hit you with a knee, or kick you in your nuts, I'm doing that shit. I don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> that shit taught me a valuable lesson, yo. You know, and, and like I said, that shit lasted me a whole entire lifetime, yo. I was about 17, 18 years old, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's it's crazy how the things that happen to you when you're young, it molds you into who you are now, or you mm-hmm. think back at it, you're like, damn, what the fuck is I thinking about? You know, because I, sure enough, I was so fresh to boxing. I didn't know that he was he was southpaw, and what he was doing was he was keeping his, his right foot on the outside of my left foot, so that mm-hmm. I couldn't throw no hooks or anything at him, you know. So right. he he kept me throwing straight jabs and, and and straight right hands, you know. I couldn't hit him to the body or nothing, and I couldn't figure it out, you know. So by the time we got into damn near, it was basically a clinch, and I had got the better part of the clinch, and he went to the ground. And when he went to the ground, son said, hit him with a fucking knee. And he's like, yo, he said, let's stop wrestling. Why are we going to wrestle? Why are we going to wrestle? And I said, you know what? I'm going to beat your ass. And sure enough, I should have never let him get up because, whew, that motherfucker hands. <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought he jumped me. That's <laughs> oh, my God. I said, why y'all let that motherfucker jump me? <laughs> You know, but yeah. Well, you know, I, like I said, that never happened again. I got into a fight with somebody, boy. You gonna get? I'm gonna give you the straight fucking. <laughs> be like, yo, you be like, why you gonna wrestle? Because it's a fight, motherfucker. That's what I'm gonna wrestle. <laughs> they ain't no losing this one, you know. Shit, but. That, that man, you know what's crazy with us, Yvonne, when we do these shows, man, these this time be going so fast, yo. 
I know, yes, yes. <laughs> and um, our guest is here, um, so I'm getting ready to let him in. Um, before I let him in, um, we um, okay, yeah, I just wanted to make a quick announcement. Um, our Saturday shows are just uh, put on hold for right now. Um, SE and I are doing some things, and SE is going in and out of town a lot. So um, we will get to you guys back on that. But in the meantime, between time, we have a special guest, and I'm going to get ready to let him in right now. All right. Hello there. Hey. <laughs> How are you? How's it going? I'm fine. I'm getting uh, trying to get adjusted to Texas, but other than that, I'm good. How are y'all? Uh, I'm good, great. Man. Can't complain. You say you were in Texas? Yeah, I'm in Texas. I had um, I had to do a little uh, tour stop thing, so the performances were in Dallas, but I'm like in a town. Two and a half hours away from there. Mhm. Okay. All right. Is it hot? Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> I can stay in Florida for this shit. Cause, <laughs> bruh, there's, there's human heat in Florida and then there's dry heat in Texas. There's like I've never been able to wash my dreads and air dry them in two hours like I haven't over here. In Florida, it'll take me yeah. a day and a half. Yeah, it's it's been like that a couple of months now, man. It's 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 been ridiculous, man. Cause I had to do a um, layover a couple of months ago, and getting off the plane through the tunnel into the damn airport, it was so fucking hot. Yeah, that too. Uh, I tested somebody's theory about the water hose. The water, the damn water was hot for like a good straight five minutes. Usually, it's like a little the water that stays inside the hose is. It's hot, and then the rest of it comes out cold. No, you had to wait like a good-ass five minutes. Damn, that's crazy. They need to, they need to um, abandon that whole state. <laughs> they need to condemn that whole state. That's crazy. <laughs> what to be that? The road, the road is another issue because it's all stuff together. You miss the exit, that's the ass. Yeah, I heard that they got a lot of tolls out there too. People was like, you know, try, trying to travel within the state itself. There's a lot of tolls. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, trust me, yeah, it's a lot of tolls. So you got to put uh, avoid tolls in your GPS option. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's and it, and all the money that they're making off these tolls and stuff, and the roads are still the same. Still jacked up holes in them, you know. They just taxing us for stuff that they'll never fix. You know, they just do it because they can. It's just the way they made the roads out here. Like it's the way they turned and they intersect is just so damn weird. And if they got so much land and stuff out here and everything is far apart, like why is it made like that, y'all? The roads are built like how Dominicans speak. <laughs> just, just all together, like they just ran out of time, like on the time limit. Like, bro, come on. Oh my God. All this land, y'all better make something more coordinated or something. <laughs> and for anybody goes off, we listen. You free to say whatever you feel on this show. <laughs> oh, no, I love Dominicans. We know that. But, man, y'all talk like you're on the time limit. You're not going to deny me that. Oh, yeah. Well, my grandkids are Dominican and black. So, yeah, it's, it, you're right. They talk fast, boy. Like, <laughs> oh, like yo, was there any periods of commas in that moment? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, but, listen. <laughs> Forget that. I'm sorry. What you gonna say? It's all right. No, you good. You good. <laughs> but listen, let me get ahead and start the um the questions. I'm not gonna um cut into your time, you know. So um, my first question is, what are your roots in music? Um, what's the can you elaborate on the context of that? Um, where did it start for you? Like, what what got you into it? 
Like what got me into it. Okay. Uh, so, there's like two villain stories with that one. So, one, I never wanted to do rapping at all. I felt like everybody named Mama wanted to do rapping, so I tried my best to stay away from it. The only way I wanted something to do with it is I wanted to own a record label. So, I was like, yo, I got to control this because my ear is different. Everybody else is looking for the same shit. It sounds the same. I'm like, bro, this, this ain't, like, to me, to me, rap died in 07 or something like that. Everybody got the same beat now and the same cadence and the same this and that and that, da, 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 da. So, um, I usually, my first love is and always will be acting. So, I was doing that, and I guess um, about five years ago, yeah, I started rapping five years ago. About five years ago, I guess, I just, I kept, I, I didn't want to wait for the um, the downtime, like when you film something and you got to wait for the editing and all that. The downtime was too long, and I guess I wanted to do something else with it. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just go to I'll just go over to music real quick. I'm already I'm already fucked up in the head, and the best art comes from the most messed up people. So all right, all right, let me try this out. At first, when I started doing rapping, I was doing it for shits and giggles. I was doing it, you know, just to do it and you know have something out there because I was putting my acting into rapping. Uh, then after I seen how much work I had to put into this, I said, ain't no way in hell. I said, somebody gonna have to hear this through hell or hot water. Somebody's gonna have to hear this. Right. Okay, okay. But I'm gonna have to. Um, okay. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. Uh, for, I have like I have like two I have like two friends that had me uh that kind of made me want to do it as well. They didn't push me to do it, but it was like thinking of them doing it. it was like, all right, you make me want to do it too. So. Okay. Okay. What does your family think about your um, transition? They haven't had anything unsupportive to say since I um, started anything. Whether it, whether it was um, whether it was modeling or acting or doing music now, there's nothing been there hasn't been anything unsupportive. They just want to make sure that I have a, a plan B or something to fall back on. But I try to stress to them. I mean, it, that's 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 not a bad thing. But I have to stress to them that I guess in my eyes, is me allowing a me having a plan B is going to be like accepting the failure of my plan A somehow, some way. Now, although I do have some plan Bs, I just try to act like they're non-existent because it's like I'm going to be content with plan A failing at that point. So. Okay, okay. I know you said that a lot of these singers and these rappers and stuff are sounding the same and using the same music and everything else. But if you had to pick one, um, who would you say would inspire you the most? If you had to listen to them, you know, just to, to, to come up with something to write or, you know. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. He wrote for Easy E, which Easy is my favorite um, solo artist, but my favorite band or group is always in my brother's harmony. And then I kind of love the person that signed them. So once I started fucking with Easy, and I was like, all right. And once I found out Cube was writing this shit, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and go for the uh, go ahead and person that wrote it for him. I'm fucking Easy too. I'm fucking Easy too, but those are Cube's words. So, but he did he did storytelling. So. It's like a raw, a raw, like a raw, uncut slick rick, if you will. Okay, okay. What is your um, creative process like for your music? Like, what do you, you know? Uh, It's really random. I might see bits and pieces of little things or something, or... I mean, I guess, I guess, when, it, I guess when, it, when I started it, I guess I was just... um doing uh, imitations because I did impressions in the acting. So my thing was when I first started doing music is if it's, if I sound like the person who beats I took, then I'm doing my job because rap is very strict. Rap and R&B is different. R&B, you can sneak out most writers and shit like that. It'll be a hit. Rap, they ain't going for that. So my head is my bars, but if it sounds like if I find the person who beat I took, then I'm doing my job. Okay. Okay. Well, um, okay. Like I was coming from a different platform, you know, like Eddie Murphy and all them to imitate every damn body. So, yeah. 
So who else? Yeah, I'm sorry. Who was just? No, 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 Sometimes I try to, like, this man gives me an instrumental or something. I want to ask, I'll ask him, like, what's the, like, the simplest shit give me stuck. So I'll say, like, what's the, what would you name this song or hearing this beat, what would you call it? They give me a name. All right, cool. I can think about something from there and just base it around the name of the song or base it towards the, the, uh, the hook. Hmm. Okay. So I got a, I got a question about your acting. Um, what what do you like as far as um performing? You like drama, you like comedy, you like um I like a all serious role. Okay. I love all of them. I never want I never wanted to be typecast or anything typecasting. I love all of them. 'Cause I can do them all, so I haven't really had a uh haven't really had a a favorite, so to speak. Mhm. But if anything, my if anything, if it's the same type of genre, my least favorite, which I probably got to get back into, it would be um like a uh, stage play, Broadway, like that. Okay. Yeah, that was that was gonna be my next question. Like, what do you prefer? Do you like acting or do you like doing stage plays? Because I know a lot of actors say that they like stage plays because. It helps them remember their lines when they're acting, you know, because it's like you can't do it over, you know. So you got to make sure that it's tight. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's exactly that's one of the things I'm getting to. Yeah, they um, they right about that. I started off doing, um, I guess you could say I started off doing a live skit in space play, so I pretty much had that. And then I guess it did touch my memory as well. But I I prefer mm-hmm. um I prefer like TV or film instead of um uh, Broadway. Okay. How long how long does it normally take for you to get a line? Have you ever had a line that you just couldn't get it no matter how long you 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 practiced it? Uh it might have been the cue to give me my uh it might have been the cue before my line which probably messed me up so we had to set something up. Um as far as I can remember, I don't think I've had a long a long or hard uh long or hard time remembering my um remembering my lines. I had just did a cold read with somebody, uh a coworker of mine maybe two weeks ago and the little the little speaking roles that she gave me, I remembered them five times after me rehearsing it with her. Because it was for her, but I remembered it. I didn't need the phone anymore, so I gave her the script that she gave me. So I was like, all right, shit. Okay. Tom, wait. I, I, um, I wanted to ask him. I want to ask him something real quick. Um, uh, I, I was reading your bio, and I see that you are born and raised in Chicago. Um, what age did you leave Chicago? Uh. I kept going back and forth through the years of my childhood, so um, I think I left in born ninety one, so I probably left in ninety ninety five, ninety six. Okay, um, and do you do you have uh, family the, that's still up there? Family and friends. We have uh, I have my mom's side of family and some of my dad's family, but the rest of my dad's family moved all down uh, down here in Texas. Okay. All right. Yeah. The reason why I ask because a lot of my mom's family is um, in Chicago, so I have like a lot of cousins and stuff okay. up there. I, yeah. So that's why I was curious. But okay. I left. Um, I think I left. Um, I, I left Chicago and went to either Germany or Washington first. No, I went to. Uh, I think it was Washington first, then Germany, then from Germany to. Um, to Georgia, then from Georgia back to Germany, and then from Germany to Florida. And so I've been for the past 18 years. Okay. Okay. Did you like it overseas? Uh, it's sad to say, but I prefer Germany than the States. 
Yeah. And if you wanna I, I, if you wanna be a grown if you wanna be a grown person and feel the closest thing to being reborn, just go visit a country just go visit a country where they don't know English. Yeah. Yeah, trust me, I I I I promote leaving this country a lot because I've I've left it and I've enjoyed it. You know, it is totally different, you know. So, um just just the things that, you know, are taboo over there over here aren't taboo over there or, you know, just just you know, the lifestyle. It's just it is totally different, right. you know. You, you know, they get into this habit of teaching everybody, oh, if you're American, don't go here, don't go there, because they're going to treat you this way. And I think that it's a trap to keep us here. So we always right. think that the other the other country is a, is the enemy, you know, until you get there, you know. And you'd be like, hold up, this ain't nothing like they told me you were going to be. Exactly. Now, that, now, when you, now when they, they love you, but when your ass in trouble, they got you. But as far as well, other than that, they love you. They, they love a lot of time people, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most of the time, yeah, they do. Most of, most of the countries, they do. They love people that are from out of town, you know, because it's an opportunity to learn something new, you know, where yeah. we're taught that the person keeps asking questions, they're being nosy. Why are you being nosy? Why you want to know this? Why you want to know that? And in some countries, it's just them being curious about, you know, the United States, you know, because they ask a lot of questions that might seem silly to us, but it's real to them. You know, everybody trying to come to the U.S. for freedom, and then we trying to go out there and visit where they at. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Now I'm not. I'm they not see something on. we don't you see. Know, I I promote you know going to other countries and whatever, but we we do have a little better way of living. You know, not everything, but you know, I would prefer certain things with certain countries you can't do. You know, right. certain things you just can't do, but here in the United States, you can get away with it, you know, where, you know, like they say, well, you got freedom of speech. Well, I don't know about that anymore. You know, we used to have freedom of speech. That comes with asterisk. You know, but, yeah, it's just, it's just getting crazier, you know. So what do you think um, music is a platform has the greatest influence? Like, who do you think, um, where, where do you think music is going? Let's, let's, let's go with that one. Just by what you hear and everything else. What do you think the, the, cause um, I'm going to tell you. I, considering that, I'm sorry, let me cut you off, go ahead. No, 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 get it, get it, get it. Cause I, I, listen, I go into my little rants about things, but get it, man, this is your interview. <laughs> <laughs> um, whoa. Um, I think um, it's kind of hard to tell right now, especially when um, everybody has these AI scares now. So, you know, telling what direction that's going to take it. So, um, now that's there, I'm just going to take a step back and see what the verdict is going to be, then I'll just probably give my judgment back, um, give my judgment, judgment at that point. Um, before then... R and B was whoa. I'm not sure where R and B was headed because I stopped listening to it for a minute. Um, not really, not many people um piqued my interest. Mm. But um, rapping, everybody wants to be the best rapper. They want to sound the same, so it wasn't really much flavor in it anymore. Only if it was older people in there for some reason. Uh, the the surge in rappers and you know, being a rapper becoming the dangerous, most dangerous job happened. So yeah, all these rappers dying within a matter of years or months. So I know I noticed you mentioned about the AI. So I got a question about that that you brought it up. Okay. You know, um, what do you think? Is is that gonna change? Because you got people that are dead, and they're bringing them back through the AIs to do concerts. Do you think that that's gonna affect you, you as an artist, at some point in time? Do you think you'll be able to compete with that? 
I'm competing against stupidity right now. I'm competing in the area where actual talent has to take a seat back and let the most dumbest shit be discovered and found right now. So holograms of actual talent or something is nothing I'm really worried about. I mean, hopefully it's if they're going to do something like that or something that eerie, it's going to benefit the state. Hmm. Um, other than that, it should just... It should just be left alone, but the hologram, the holograms and that the AI in that context is at least in my worries. I'm still worried about people who have no um, etiquette and whatever they got discovered in at all. It's just dumb luck. While people that like me and other people like me um, that's talented have to sit back and wait for the dumbness to phase out and wait for the novelty to wear off of stupid shit. So. Yeah. Yeah, I just and I I couldn't remember the name of it, the holograms. You know, I I said AI, but you know I meant the holograms because I know they just recently did uh, Tupac and they did um, somebody else. I can't remember what it was, but I know it was Tupac and Easy. Tupac was the best one so far. Yeah, like it should just it should just it should just stuck there. I think I think. Out of anybody's image, it fits Tupac more. So, I mean, if anything, everybody is expecting or hoping for the second coming of Tupac or something like that. That's just a, that's just what he etched in everybody's head. So I think they should have just stopped there, if anything. But, you know, these are four or five of the lemon color. Well, listen, sure. I got my own theories on on things like that, man. <laughs> I got a, um, another question. If you had to, you know, talk to a, a up and coming artist about their craft, his or her craft, what advice would you give? Them? What would you tell them? Like, you know, what are the pitfalls that you would warn them about, or the success? Uh, only advice I would give them is listen, listen to the advice of people who are in a better bracket of success than you. Hmm. Don't be trying to don't be trying to listen to too much to, from people like me because we're still in the same boat. We want to listen. You want to listen to the person that we want to get to, that we want to be in their place. Whatever place you want to be, and listen to people like them or something like that. So listen to somebody that has more money than you, or has more success, or has more. Um, Knowledge about the area and then okay, what's the what's the craziest thing that has happened to you since you've been doing music or even acting? You know, what's the craziest thing that's happened with somebody that's either came to your show or watched you act? Or whatever? <laughs> oh man, okay, uh. So I was doing a, um, it was supposed to be a, a show with me and my uh, partner OG Crack Baby. We we do uh, we have a duo called Two Live. We was doing uh, we were supposed to do a show at uh, somebody we know, uh, somebody we know's venue, and I'm sitting outside, and <laughs> this man and this woman is arguing, so. You know they're trying to they're trying to they 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 not doing as they're not using as much effort to split them up but they're trying to split them up in the parking lot. So eventually um, the the woman gets in the car but I didn't know it was her boyfriend's car so she stole his car in front of everybody <laughs> and just drove away. So I'm I'm like okay that's that's silver lining because now she she left us all alone she left him alone so it's not gonna be any more negative energy like that. I'm inside. All I hear is this bitch came back with a knife and a gun, so she's stabbing it. So I think she, I think she stabbed him or something. She stabbed him, swung it at him, slicing or something. Then the bitch had a gun. Everybody inside is running towards the one small ass back door. But I'm trying to get. <laughs> so I'm by the stage and I try to hop over it, but I, I think the stage, the stage had like a little. Uh, it's something, something happened on the stage floor. I slipped and I scraped the shit out of my chin. And I eventually got over to the side where everybody else is running towards. 
these motherfuckers use me and a few other people as a shield in case this bitch come in. Oh, I'm trying to move, God. and they just give me time I spent on it. Hell no. So, so at that point, I'm looking around to see who's grabbing me, who's touching me, who's around me, because if I, if I know for certain I'm going to die, I'm swinging on at least two people if I go out. <laughs> that shit made me feel so bad. That shit made me feel so horrible. I felt like shit. They grabbed me, used me as a damn steel. I, I couldn't go no damn way. Oh my god. That's it, man. That's it. So somebody get popped. This is me. All right. Somebody gonna get knocked the fuck out before I get killed. I know that's a damn story. I'm gonna take a survey right around here. Then somebody finally opened the door. <laughs> I don't know if she came in. Somebody finally opened the door in the back, and, the, and some of the same people that tried to that tried to like use me as a shield, I kind of like <laughs> ran over them. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. I got free, but I, I kind of like ran over them, like something like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I got to the back, but it, my leg was already fucked up, so I couldn't run how I wanted to. But yeah, I think that's so far. That's about the. I think that's about the most recent one I can remember. Okay, okay. So I know you said that you you had teamed up with somebody, right? Do you like perform yeah. by yourself or with a, with somebody else, or it doesn't matter? Uh, we we it doesn't matter. I've I've we've done both, but um, we have um we have songs that we we have a, a decent handful of songs that we made together, but then we also want to see how we can do separate too to see you know what we can do and. Stuff like that. Yeah. So we've uh we've so so far for the past uh I think we what three months, three or four months, we've um we performed uh solo but we always in the same event. So we perform at the same event solo, but we have thought about performing together again. But I want him to I want him to get his stuff out there too. So I'll be trying to help him out. Okay, okay. So do you battle rap? As well? No, hell no. Nah. I'll watch it, but I'm better at. <laughs> hell no. Nah. Oh I don't even. God. That's the whole. I don't even know how y'all had that sensitivity for that, boy. And it was, I can't even get into this. All about guns and all this shit. Man, I, what? I'm from the suburbs. I don't have nothing to do with that. <laughs> Everything gonna be capped. Everything is gonna be capped. Can't well, do it. I love watching it though. I love watching it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Anything I rapped about is I've done it to some degree, if not all the time. I can't do it. That's probably what takes me a minute to make some music too. Yeah. Have you ever been at a show with somebody that you didn't get along with? You just had to still act professional? Uh, actually, there's a uh, it's the other way around. I mean, yeah, but it's the other way around. I don't have a problem with them; they have a problem with me. Um, but I mean, shit. Um, even still, they're one of my they're one of my favorite female singers. So, especially in the town. But you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, listen. People are gonna feel how they gonna feel about you. You know. I'm a, I'm a firm believer yeah. that, you know, you can't convince somebody to like you that 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 on not liking you, you know, so it is what it no, is. No, I really can't, but, I mean, I still hope they, I hope they still do what they don't because they got the, they got a perfect voice for it, but I will never want to hate on them. Wish them any malice yeah. in their career or their success. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, um... My last question is, do you have any uh, ways that the fans can reach out to you, any social media or email address that anybody can reach out Hell to Hell no. No, I'm playing. On, uh, <laughs> on uh, Instagram, you can find me at uh, un- uh, uh, K underscore W-A-Y-0-1-0. Um, Facebook, I barely be on there, but I guess if you want to contact me on there, it's through uh, Kim Mitchell the second. Uh, what else? Uh, that's about it. Cause I don't be on. I got a Twitter, but I don't be on it like that. It's gonna take me forever to try to figure out what that is. But other than that, that's them too. Instagram is the best oh way to get at me though. <laughs> Twitter and threads. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, making me feel older than what I am. But Instagram is the best way to get at me. 
All right, okay. man. Uh, and uh, 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 before we wrap it up, is there anything else that you will, um, that you want the listeners to know? Anything? Yeah, no. Other than stream my shit and get some streams up, so I can come to y'all town, so I can start performing for y'all. Because Houston, uh, cause Houston has an unbelievable, <laughs> Houston has an unbelievable support system. So it kind of made me. It kind of, I'm in Houston. Why the hell I say Houston? I'm in Dallas. Oh, I'm so God. sorry. Um, but they, yeah, they made me want to come back. They definitely made me want to come back because I felt, I felt like, uh, I felt the energy and something that I didn't feel at home, which is sad to say, but yeah. It was an Uber driver that played my music immediately. I said, oh, shit, I'm coming back. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, that's it. That's about it. Run them up how you're supposed to. And, you know. Okay, man. Thank y'all for giving me this interview, though. Yes, yes, oh, yeah, yes. Definitely. And thank you. Yeah. You could come back anytime. You have to. No, I'll be in this bitch next week on the now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got the uh, number now. <laughs> I got the yes. number now, damn it. <laughs> right. You can always hit us up. Yeah. Yeah. Busted this okay. bitch like the big nigga at house party. <laughs> All right. Yes. So um, once again, yes, we would like to thank you for coming on the show. Everyone, that is Killer K. And that does it for us. Um, Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, bitch.